Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are going to finish up the topic we started a couple days ago. Make sure you go back and listen to the previous podcast, how to transition from part-time dabbler to full-time rock star. And we prefaced that title by sort of politely, maybe mostly trying to be polite, letting you know that maybe you consider yourself full-time, but maybe you're really just dabbling. And so the points that we presented to you were designed to help you be introspective about what it is that you maybe should be doing in your real estate business that you're not, and most importantly, some of the things that you are doing in your real estate business that aren't giving you the results that you think they should. So make sure you go back and listen to the past two podcasts, and we're going to be finishing up this topic today. Hey, Julie, welcome to the show. Thank you. I think it's a great topic as well, and I was just talking to our Harris Certified Coaches about this topic, and you know, it came to light that perhaps some of our full-time or people who claim that they're full-time agents are in fact dabblers without knowing it because they're consciously or subconsciously doing things or perhaps not doing things that keep them in dabbler status. That would be things like procrastinating a pre-listing package, not having or not following a business plan, doing things that look like work but really don't lead to a paycheck. One of the things that came up was this concept of, quote, circle prospecting or just listed, just sold prospecting, where you can make lots of contacts, which certainly looks and might even feel like work, but really, at the end of the day, isn't that productive. That's something that dabblers do, because it kind of feels like work, kind of looks like work. There's not a lot of conflict involved, but there's also not a lot of appointments involved. So we had a good discussion about, you know, the difference between somebody who takes their day seriously and actually follows the schedule that came from their actual treasure map, versus somebody that just kind of kind of does little sorties in and out of the real estate world. You know, they, they kind of show up for a little bit, and they pull back. They might think they're full-time, but their actions are actually dabbler. Does that make sense? It does. And a uh, couple thoughts. Number one, Julie mentioned the real estate treasure map. If you guys have not completed your real estate treasure map, uh, that is our business plan. And you guys can finish that anytime, any time of the year, but obviously this is the perfect time to finish it because you're thinking about it. The real estate treasure map is your complete fill-in-the-blank business and life plan. It does get into the weeds with your finances. It does get into your weeds with your goals. It does actually help you to know, you know, really what exactly you need to be doing daily to accomplish your goals. It's not just a goals-writing-down exercise. Let's be honest. That's a waste of time. What this is, a goals, you do write down your goals, but you're also then going to have action plans to accomplish each of those goals. We talk about the importance of that. And I know that a lot of you don't know how to actually create your own action plans, and that's fine. Guess what? We show you how to do it as part of the Real Estate Treasure Map, and it's free. And to get your Real Estate Treasure Map, all you have to do is text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, to 31996. Text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, to 31996. Just go ahead and do that now. Text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, to 31996. Now, before we get to the finish, the, finish out these points, I want to share something with you, a concept that Julie and I just sort of came up with one time when we were in front of a group of agents. 
because people were trying hard to understand, at least, you know, majority of the room, we're having this discussion with them about what it meant actually to, you know, be a dabbler or specifically that we, what we were focused on was the, you know, one of our Harris rules, which is do what you don't want to do and you don't want to do it at the highest level. And so we got to the last bit of that, at the highest level, what does that mean? And that's what Julie was saying too, it's basically are you a dabbler or are you taking it seriously? So how do you know, really, what's at the highest level? And I get that. It's difficult to really conceptualize what that is unless there's something for you to benchmark yourself against. And unless there's somebody there as a coach or maybe somebody who is, you know, you're sort of competitive with or really you're essentially a ship in the middle of the ocean without a sail and with no breeze, right? So here's one of the benchmark rules that we suggest to all of our coaching clients. And I know this is a little much for some of you, but this is really the bottom line. If you're not putting yourself in a position to hear the word no at least five times a day <laughs> from a buyer or a seller, but specifically a seller, let's be honest, what's the point? I mean, buyers are easy. Just focus on sellers and you guys are going to get what you want in life and your business certainly faster you can possibly imagine. And that's the focus of our coaching business too. It's focusing you guys on sellers. But listen, here's the thing you need to understand. If you're not putting yourself in a position to hear the word no, from a prospective real estate client, at least five times a day, you're not working. Now, why do we have to come up with such a rigid, seemingly unsavory rule? Because who wants to hear the word no? Well, it's because what you guys do is you do, like what Julie said, you do the door knocking where you're, where you're just basically knocking on cold doors or some of you will knock or you know, make cold calls. We're never tell, we, have, <laughs> we have never told anybody in the face of forever on planet Earth to do cold calls or, frankly, to knock on cold doors. It's a waste of time by comparison to the real work that you could be doing that requires a little bit of skill, and that's what we teach you as part of the coaching program. So we strongly suggest that you just, for a second, even if you know maybe emotionally it's a little heavy, think it you know makes your your heart race a little bit, but actually consider that you're not actually working, you're not actually in the business of real estate unless you're hearing the word no at least five times a day. That's a no to you can't have an appointment. That's an, Now, we don't want you just to get abused 25 times a week. That's not our goal. What we want you to do is, and we know and you know, that if you basically are fearful of hearing the word no, that means you're asking questions that could also result in the word yes. Okay? So by putting yourself in a position to potentially hear the word no, you will then automatically get better results because you're putting yourself in a position to actually ask a closing question. Close for an appointment. You know, sign the contract, please. Get the listing contract. Get the price reduction. Do what's necessary to become a true professional. In the faster you do that, the, the, essentially, it's never not going to hurt to hear no. Okay, it always is going to suck to hear the word no. But what happens is you start to develop calluses, and your emotions aren't as affected. You'll hear, you'll feel it. Like for it'll be like a little, you know, a tiny little pinprick, and then the, the feeling will go away. Because you know you can survive the emotional and mental anguish of hearing the word no. So that's the thing. How many of you right now are actually living lives of doing everything you possibly can to avoid anything that even remotely resembles the word no? It's all of you. And here's how I know that. Because you buy leads. Because you guys are doing all this passive stuff and believing that you can actually be successful long-term in this business. The average lifespan of a real estate agent is less than two years. Why? Because nobody's telling them what we just told you. What we just told you is the truth. But nobody's telling you that. Read the, there's a great book. Our friend Jeb Blunt wrote this book, and we did a great podcast with him. You guys can go to our 
website, timandjulieharris.com. And just do a, hit the search bar and look for G, Jeb Blunt, J-E-B Blunt, B-L, it's Blount or Blunt. But he wrote a great book uh, called Fanatical Prospecting. Or you could just go to Amazon, obviously, and get the book Fanatical Prospecting. It is a perfect book to purchase with our book, Harris Rules. Because what Jeb does is he's a trainer for big sales organizations. I'll, I'm going to tell you guys a quick funny story just to make a point, okay, going back to what I was saying before. So I had Jeb on the podcast probably two years ago. And prior to the podcast starting, I didn't, I didn't really know him, right? So he and I were just sort of you know, shooting the breeze, waiting for the show to start. And he and I were starting to – I didn't know what his personal philosophy was on social networking and the rest of it. You guys are longtime listeners. You know what ours is. So I was you know, just basically taking his temperature. And I know this guy is hired by some of the biggest companies in the world to basically do sales training. And I asked him that question. I said, so, Jeb, what do you think of you know, essentially this big – fad of social networking where these salespeople around the world have never, and obviously my, our interest is agents, but just getting his, you know, his opinion, never have actually learned how to do anything proactive as far as lead generation. And he's just, he didn't say anything for like a little bit of an uncomfortable amount of time. And then he laughed at, at me. He wasn't laughing. He was laughing at me. He goes, Tim, you realize in the business section on the New York Times, you realize that my book is the number one bestseller, right? <laughs> and I thought that was hilarious because I did. was hilarious. But that wasn't the funny part. <laughs> the funny part was he was answering the question that five you – know, this was two years ago – that all the biggest companies in the world do not want their salespeople. These guys are in the pharmaceutical business, people selling jets, people selling just everything you can possibly imagine that have big sales floors, right? And, and there's – you know. Tons and tons of just every kind of business that you can imagine that has to have a professional sales team. They don't want their salespeople wasting time doing passive activities because they know ultimately those don't work. And that's the reason his book was obviously a New York Times bestseller. A best-selling book on guess what? Prospecting, doing proactive lead generation. That's amazing in 2019, 2020, 2021, don't you think? So anywhere – the overall sort of new zeitgeist is, and don't get stuck with doing the passive stuff. And you've got to ask yourself this question. You've got to be brutally honest with yourself because nobody else other than Julie and I are going to want to tell you, are, are going to tell you what you don't want to hear when you don't want to hear it at the highest level. So ask yourself this question. Why is it that you're so attracted to the passive stuff? And be honest. Just be honest. Why are you so attracted to it? Why? The ob- obvious honest answer is it's kind of fun. Right? It's easy. It doesn't require any skill. It's a lot of the reasons you guys, a lot of you focus on buyers, by the way. Doesn't require a lot of skill. It's physical labor. You can kind of be silly. You don't have to be necessarily professional. All these things are true. But the biggest reason is it's because it's passive and you never really are having to deal with anything that even remotely resembles hearing work. No. And that's the reason that all these yahoos are in the business in real estate coaching and training that are trying to sell you all this passive stuff. Because they know that you don't want to hear the word no, and so they know if they want to sell you something, they're going to have to sell you something that basically is not the best thing for you, but the best thing for them to get you to buy their product. <laughs> I hear the parrot, silly. By telling you – It's a baby parrot right over my head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Sorry. That's one of the many things about living in Puerto <laughs> Rico, guys. We see parrots. It's crazy. Awesome. Julie and I are from Columbus, Ohio, and trust me, we did not think that we'd be living in an area where there would be parrots around us on a daily basis and iguanas the size of small yeah, cars. Go. So that aside, yeah. yeah, those are loud. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I tried to, I create, 
I put a little podcasting <laughs> studio for Julie outside in our, our uh, back when I. All right, so anyway, here's the moral of the story, guys. When it comes to social networking and all that stuff, I know it offends some of you when I say what I just said. Be offended, honestly. I'm not going to lie to you, okay? I'm not going to. I know it makes you mad. I know some of you literally do hate on Julie and I because we're telling you the truth, but it is the truth. Now, is there a place for social networking and all that stuff? Yes, but it doesn't have anything really to do with your professional activities of being in a position to help people. It just doesn't. You can enhance it. You can use – I'll tell you what social is great for is when you're trying to research a client. You can you know, poke around and find some information. It's great to keep in contact with your friends and whatnot. I mean that's what we use it for. But to think you're somehow going to miraculously start you know, being able to avoid the, heart, the heavy lifting of, of any kind of sales, let alone real estate, it's just a lie. And the people that are telling you that, they know you're, they're lying to you. They do. They're just trying to sell you their whiz bank uh, product. And, and here's another little thing where this sort of cascades into. A lot of you are buying leads. And it's not – honestly, it's not your fault because you've only been in the business for the amount of time when, that be, when that's been normalized. That's another trend, buying buyer leads in particular. It's insane. Let me tell you right now, guys, if you took one listing and just did the absolute minimum amount of you know, MLS sign, putting an 800-home hotline sign right around the sign, doing a couple open houses, you'd have to beat the buyers off with a stick, especially in this market. You would. So to think you're going to buy buyer leads, it's only, you're only doing that because you have yet to learn how to become a listing agent. How long are you going to wait? And remember, most agents fail within 24 months or less. So you're going to be like most agents, or you can actually become a professional. So, guys, that's what we're all about. That's what we're trying to help you understand. We want to tell you the truth because we don't want you to suffer. That's really the heart of it. We want to, we want to tell you the truth even though – think about what I'm about to tell you. We could actually make more money personally if we told you what you wanted to hear, which everyone else does. But we're not going to do it because that's without integrity. We would rather basically ultimately have fewer coaching clients. So less product, but knowing the people that are doing business with us are actually accomplishing the goals they set for themselves. That's, that's how Julie and I actually think. Now, if we came out with a podcast and we start talking about a whiz-bang idea and how you could generate all kinds of leads and all you got to do is run some fancy pay-per-click ads and all the rest of it, and the product to teach you how to do it is $300, you guys would lap it up like, like a hungry puppy, wouldn't you? But we're not going to do it because it's a lie. I want you to think about that. So you need to make a decision what philosophy of building your business you actually want to align with, one that does require effort, skill, one that does require hearing the word no, one that does require discipline, one that does require having a schedule. I mean, none of these things are fun. Didn't say it would be, but it does get you consistent results, and over time, it will make you rich. Where your money works for you, you no longer have to work for your money. Right? Do you guys get that definition we just gave you? It's a very powerful definition because it break, breaks through all the political correctness associated with wealth building and wealth creation. We're not even going to try to fix that way of thinking. It's not even – it's a waste of time. So rich is merely and simply where your money works for you and you no longer have to work for your money. I know what we're saying is resonating with you guys because you've made this the number one listened to daily podcast in the United States. You know, And that's telling us just like what Jeb told me two years ago when he was pointing out – this book's the number one best time, bestseller in New York Times. That's telling us that you guys are sick of the, the Mickey Mouse, and you want to know actually how to build sustainable long-term businesses. That's what we're all about. So, Julie, let's finish up these topics. Yes, you Same got point. it. So, point number 14, if you guys missed previous ones, just go to realestatecoachingradio.com, get caught up. 
But number 14, we're, we're again transitioning from dabbler to rock star. Commitment. That's a lot of what we're talking about on today's podcast. You cannot be one foot in, one foot out, trying real estate out. You must be 110% all in for you to be an actual real estate rock star. Yoda said, yes, I'm quoting Yoda, <laughs> there is no try, there's only do or do not. Don't make me have to get a t-shirt. One of the things I'm going to do when we start doing Facebook Live, Tim, is wear t-shirts like that when I have to. There is no try, or maybe a hat. There's either do or do not. This is something that I do harass coaching clients about a lot when we're talking about their homework, their accountability. When they have said, okay, my magic number is, let's say it's 10, and they're at 6, okay? And their homework is to take two listings this week and two listings next week so that we get to the magic number, okay? And their response is, well, I'll, I'll try. I'll see how it goes. I'll give it a shot. No, you just told me you're not going to do it. That's what you actually said. Watch for your own personal language. Even if you're not saying it out loud, what are you saying to yourself? I'll try it out. Or I tried that once. <laughs> okay, that's like I made no effort. That's how coaches translate that kind of garbage that you guys try and get away with. There's no try. Try means you've already decided to fail. So watch your own personal language with yourself and ask yourself if you're using words of commitment. I will do it. I will do it before our next coaching call. That's somebody who's serious. So check your commitment level with what you're actually saying, and certainly we check it with what you're actually doing. So anything you want to add to that here's, commitment thought, Tim? Here, here's, the, here's the hard part of that, what Julie just said, because you don't know because if we're just – and I, Julie and I are in the same position. We're in this position now in other aspects of our, our lives, okay? But you don't know what you don't know. And when you're in real estate, it doesn't matter if you're new or if you're a grizzled veteran. It does not matter. You don't know how to actually go about deciding whether or not what someone's telling you is true or not. You don't know how to actually go about valuing an idea. And here's how I know what I'm saying is true. Look at all the goofy-ass business ideas that have popped out of the last you know, 10 or 12 years in real estate. All these people trying to sell you all this Mickey Mouse. And if you guys – if you've been in the business for even five years, I want you to think about all the companies that have come and gone because what they do is they get into business. You know, Some tech guys that have never sold real estate before, someone invests a little bit of money in them, and all of a sudden they've come out with this greatest thing since sliced bread. They show up at some – you know, real estate conventions, they're in a booth and they have a bunch of, okay. And everyone's saying, oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever. They've actually, you know, they figured out how to break the code to, you know, taking listings or generate, and then they're gone. The businesses are gone. And these businesses, they're, they're constantly coming into the real estate business because they know that real estate agents don't know how to make decisions about whether they should be buying a product or not. But the common element that all these guys have is they're trying to appeal to your innate desire to never hear no. And so whatever product they come out with, it's going to be a product that is essentially a done-for-you, easy button, that type of gimmicky type thing. So when you come across those types of things, now here's the commitment part. Here's where it's, here's where it's difficult. Some of you may have actually committed to a bad idea. Some of you right now might be in the throes of trying to make a really, really bad idea work. Or you're just doubling down or tripling down on an idea that was bad in the first place. And you're starting to believe that the reason said idea isn't working 
is because of you. And I'm going to tell you about a sad but true uh, coaching call I had with, with one of you guys, or I don't even remember who it was, someone who texted me and I called him back. Here was the gist of it. This person, it was a lady in her 60s. She'd gone to one of these new gurus, and this guru in particular never sold real estate before, and yet here he was a real estate guru. And he's essentially talking about social networking and making Instagram videos and just doing all this other Mickey Mouse, okay? So this whole seminar is nothing bad other than how to use your phone and how to post things and all this blah, 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 blah. Okay, so she'd been doing this for something like I think it was almost two years. And she had she was prideful of all the videos she made. I didn't see any of them. I'm sure they were fine. You know, she did I didn't go that, you know, it doesn't but she said I wasn't getting she said I'm not getting anything from it. And here's the sad part. And this honestly pissed me off. So she was not getting anything from any of these videos and all this work and all this time and all this investment and all this belief. And those things, the, the activity was uh, there was an opportunity cost against that activity. For her to do this meant she wasn't doing something else that could have put her in a position to help people and make money. You guys following me on this? Her conclusion was why it wasn't working was because she wasn't attractive. That's what she said to me. And that really – that bothers the shit out of me, just as I tell you guys that right now. She actually was starting to believe that the reason this stupid gimmicky idea being taught by these trash peddlers wasn't working was because she was ugly. That's what she believed. And, I, and, and like I've seen so many people that have so much potential who did not – there's an old saying. I don't know who said it, but when the going gets tough, the smart leave. I know which is the exact opposite of what all of us were taught, but it is fascinating to think about it. When the going gets tough, the smart leave. I was looking for Charlie Munger quotes the other day. He is Warren Buffett's partner, and he had three or four quotes that were very similar to that. But, see, that's not what we believe. I mean, we, people think, well, if the business idea isn't working, if the gimmick isn't actually taking hold, it's because I do need to do more of it. I see people doing that with social networking, of course, direct mail. I see people doing that with all this other garbage that basically has entered into the real estate zeitgeist over the past decade. They just double and triple down on it, and then when it doesn't work, they believe it doesn't work because of them. Do you guys see how that's really sad, how it's destructive? Do you guys see how that's, dare I say, evil? Do you guys understand what I'm saying here? It doesn't work in the first place. It does not work with her. It, does, it has nothing to do with her appearance. It just doesn't work. There it is. I want you guys to really think about that. Now, here's where, if you scale this, here's where it gets really interesting. How many of you listening right now have brokerages or teams? that basically you're not making any profit. I have these calls constantly. I probably had this week three calls uh, with either a brokerage or a team. It's all kind of the same thing where basically they're making no profit. And their answer is always, well, first of all, they're calling me because they've heard a podcast like this. And they're, they're saying, okay, I need a lifeline. I can't make this work. Well, listen, brokers and teams, here's what I want you to understand. Most of you guys will never make a profit, not because you're bad business people or be, not because you're bad leaders or not because you're bad anything. It's because the business model sucks. That's why. That's the reason companies like EXP Realty have exploded because people have come to the end of the rainbow of believing these gimmicks that have been taught forever to you know, real estate agents. And these brokerages are saying, you know what? A 3% profit margin really does suck, so maybe I need to do something else. You know, that's the reason that I have so many people that are asking, you know, Julie and I aligned with eXp a year ago, and it's been an unbelievable experience. And if you're interested in eXp, I just want you to text me directly at 512-758-0206. Just text me directly at 512-758-0206. And then, look, we're going to go on that call. I'm not going to assume that you're a good 
market for that company. We're going to go through the process, and I'm going to ask questions, and we're going to self-discover together whether or not that's a good fit for you. And here's what I've discovered having had numerous of these conversations over the past 12 months. It might not be a good fit for you now, but in 12 months it will be. And, and this is the thing that's happening right now in our business, There's, in our industry, right? There's so many of these ideas like big offices and franchises and all this type of thing that's coming to an end. They're at the end of what they were, the potential they had, and people are wise to it now, and they don't want to do it anymore. And you're seeing all these gimmicky ideas too. Like how about this, guys? Do you know how many leads the average agent gets from an agent website per year? Do you? Well, NAR did a research a study on it, and my friend Teak Wiggins at Inman did a follow-up article. The average number of leads that an agent gets from an agent website per year is zero. Zilch. So how many of you guys were basically in the business and got a call or an email or you know, somebody in your office or whatever told you you have to have an agent website, and then you spent money and time on it? Even if it was free, you spent your time on it, where you could have been doing something to help people and, you know, accomplish their real estate goals, and you could have been making money. See, that's the opportunity cost of it. So what breaks my heart about the commitment is some of you guys are so stubborn that you think that you just need to ride that horse off the cliff, but you just need to realize that the reason it's not working is because you committed to the wrong thing. So it's now time for you to take a seriously you know, introspective, hard look, and I know it's uncomfortable. Some of you guys have been doing the same thing for a decade or more, and you're still not making any money. You look back on your lives 10 years ago. And you're realizing you haven't increased your net worth at all in the past 10 years. And maybe you've even accumulated some debt. The best real estate market probably in the history of our lifetimes. And many of you guys are coming out of it not having actually increased your, your, your net worth. And you're that much closer to basically, you know, your 60s and your 70s and your however, whenever it is that you think you might want to scale back. This is not something that is your fault necessarily because the bad idea merchants have been so relentless on continuing to sort of, you know, pass the bad information around. And again, you guys don't stop to think you guys get into the business or you're in the business. And you say, I want to increase my business. And so you just poke around and you see, well, this person has a team, this person's doing this, this person's doing that. And you're assuming that their success is from doing those things. So Julie and I coach some of the top agents in the country. You guys know that. And none of them have teams. They might have a couple assistants, not the same thing. None of them have buyer agents that they buy leads for, and they all have profit margins that are usually 75 to 80%. So one of – like, for example, Chuck Williamson in North Carolina, he sold 170 houses last year. Okay, Chuck basically makes – I won't tell you his actual numbers, but he basically makes about 90% profit margin on the transactions he does because he does the business the right way. Whereas you could talk with somebody else who's selling the same volume as Chuck sells, making even the same money. But they have a team and all these gimmicky high level of expenses, and the average team person is only going to net like 10%. That's the difference. It doesn't make any sense. So look, the key for commitment is knowing when to not commit or stop committing. When the going gets tough, the smart leaves. Julie, I think we have time for the last point. We can just do it quick. All right, and then I'm off to Premier Coaching. All right, speaking of which, point number 15 is coaching. Don't waste time, money, effort, and stress on trying to do it your way, recreate the model, et cetera. Follow a proven profitable path and shorten your learning curve so your earning curve will keep climbing. One of the reasons I have such killer attendance in my premier coaching call, which I'm about to go to in exactly three minutes, is because these agents are listening to what each other are going through, 
We talk about what has to happen. There are action plans, bullet points. Here's what you do next. There's a difference between training, here's what you might want to try out, and coaching. This is proven. Here are the steps to do it. Here's your incremental homework. Get it done. There's a huge difference. So a lot of what we do in Premier Coaching is taking agents to the next level step-by-step, and they listen to each other doing that. They share referrals. It's a great crowd. So I'm really looking forward to going there, and I will toss it back to you because I've got to scoot on over to that class. No problem. And by the way, guys, with Premier Coaching, it is a daily semi-private coaching call led by, you know, who Inman referred to as the number one coach in the nation, Julie Harris. So you guys can go over there right now and actually listen, I mean, if you're a Premier Coaching member and participate. Listen, guys, here's the bottom line. We are, we want to be, and many of you, we already are, partners with you in your success. We take that honor very seriously. If there's ever anything we can do for you, I want you to always, this is my real cell phone number. Do not call. I will not answer, but do text. Just text me at 512-758-0206. And, and look, in the meantime, your homework, you have two homework assignments. If you're even remotely EXP curious, I want you to text the word EXP to 31996. That's it, and we'll text you back a quick seven-minute video. Um, if you're happy at your brokerage, this isn't a good time for you to have a brokerage change conversation, no problem. At the very least, let us give you our real estate treasure map along with six other books. Just text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, to 31996. Just go ahead and do both of those now, and then let's get the conversation started. So, guys, thank you for continuing to make this the number one listen to daily podcast real estate agents in the United States. It's our truly our, our great honor to have been such an integral part of so many of your lives, and it's something that you know we really do take seriously. And if there's ever anything that we can do to make the show better, any topics that we can drill down on more, or maybe topics we should drill down on less, we do listen to your feedback. We do care about what you think. The show is designed for Uh, essentially for us to help you accomplish your goals. And when we help you accomplish your goals, the more of our goals we're going to be able to accomplish. Same formula works for you, by the way. So if there's ever any feedback you have for us or suggestions, feel free to, um, you can text me directly, 512-758-0206. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.